Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Iron Sharpening Iron and our guest speaker, our awesome speaker, the man of God that we have online for tonight is Pastor Troy Thomas. Pastor Troy, are you ready on Facebook, on Blog Talk right now, or do you need me to talk a little bit, or what do you need, sir? Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Well, I will just turn it over to you then, sir. Thank you so much. God bless you, Apostle Lick. Fulfill your comment. I thank God for you. I thank God for what God is doing. I thank God for where he's taking us. I thank God that we're able to get on here Facebook Live as well as Blog Talk Radio to share with the people of God what God has given us, to share with them, to encourage you, to uplift you, to correct you, to make you strong, to apply to your life a different level. Because how many know we're going to a different level, to a new level? How many know God has taken us to another place in him, and we are on target to reach what God is going to take us? And I believe that. I believe that, that the faith that we have is going to push us to a new place. The faith that we have is going to push us to a new dimension in Christ Jesus. Um, I just got off a call with my pastor, uh, Archbishop William Hudson III, and he began to talk about faith, the, uh, how strong is your faith, how deep is your faith, how consistent is your faith. And it, it has encouraged me. It has pushed me. It has given me some strength to understand that I, ha- I need to go to another level. Now, I believe I got strong faith. I believe I believe God. I know for a fact that I know what God has done for me and what he's doing for me, but he challenged us tonight that even the level that we believe we had is coming up to another place. And I believe and I know for sure that my level is coming up to another place in Christ. Do you believe that? I believe that. I I want to talk briefly, if I can, about what God has given us. But let's say a word of prayer, if you don't mind. Dear Father, we thank you and we glorify you and we give your name to praise. Father, we take it not for granted or for all happenstance that we are here once again in your name gathered together. Father, to hear a word, Father, to, to, to believe and to stretch our faith, our, our trust in you, our, our, our spiritual life. And, Father, we thank you, we glorify you, that we're going to another, another level that we've never experienced in our life. And, Father, we thank you and we glorify you that we're not going to take down, but we're going to press and move forward in you. And, Father, for this we give you glory. Father, for this we give you praise for it all. In Jesus' name, somebody say, it is so. And so it is. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him, but heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God that we serve. I thank God that once again we are praying for Minister Sylvia Kaiser. Um, she had a few things to happen, had to take care of a few things, but God is yet healing her. God is yet bringing her out of this position that she's in, and God is going to do a miraculous work on her behalf. Will you believe with me? Would you say with me, do it, Lord, for her? Would you, would you believe with me? Would you speak with me that God is going to turn that thing around? He's already performed a level of miracles for her, but he's not done yet performing miracles on her behalf. Will you believe that? I believe that. I believe it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to talk about for a few moments, I will fight for my freedom. I will fight for my freedom. Give me a, give me a favor. Those are on here, Facebook Live with me, would you type in the comment section, I will fight for my freedom. Come on, type in the comment section, I will fight for my freedom. Uh, People of God, I want to share with you, we are in uh, what is known nationally as Black History Month. It's the month of uh, 
of February, which is which is the shortest month of the year. But yet and still, they've given us a month, <coughs> excuse me, for us to share our heritage, to share, uh, to to recognize and spotlight some the things that have has went on in our in our lineage, in our forefathers. But I thank God tonight, Mark, that God has put us in a position that we are overcoming and we have overcome out of some things. So, you know, I find myself, my father was a black panther. Wow. He was a, somebody, he was a, a, a all pro, all black kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? So what he did with my siblings and I was he would have us sit down and watch documentaries, uh, movies and stories about black history, uh, about uh, uh, Emmett Till, Mamie Till, Mobley, which is my family, uh, Mega Edwards, Rosa Parks, John Lewis, Thurgood Marshall, these particular men and women of God that, 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 that fought in the civil rights time for, to help us to overcome some places that, was, that we were being taken advantage of. You know what I'm saying? Um, they had some struggles. They had some battles. They had some things to happen to them that in today wouldn't fly. It wouldn't fly today. But back then they had to fight. That's why we're able to conduct ourselves. We're able to work where we work. We're able to live the way we live, Mar. We're able to uh, 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 travel the way we travel because these particular people fought. They, 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 they staged uh, 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 marches and sit-ins, and, and, and uh, they, 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 they did uh, uh, all, all type of things. They, uh, they boycotted places and, 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 and stores and these particular things so that we were that we are able to uh, participate how we're supposed to be and be treated at a better place. So then here it is. I watch these things. I listen to the stories. I listen to uh, individually and collectively. But it's one similar thing, Cousin Deborah, that I realized with watching all of these particular shows. They all fought something to us to gain victory. They fought so that we were able to gain victory in a place that was meant for us not to win. We were meant to be belittled. They, they, they meant for us to not to look, look at ourselves as we were not equal to them. They were, it was meant for us to uh, 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 live beneath our privilege according to their, uh, their standards and how we were less than because our skin was darker than theirs. Uh, they felt like we were animals and we smelled bad. We don't bathe and all these particular things. And, but only come to find out we were greater or equal, bless you, Pastor uh, Montgomery, and to the, to, the, to the magnitude of we had to change uh, some things. So they fought. So then uh, Emmett Till, uh, Mamie Till Mobley, what she did was she used her son's death to showcase to the world the type of evil, the type of, uh, uh, of bitterness, the type of hatred they had for black people. Uh, uh, Mega Evers was a man that fought for our equal rights when it came to voting, when it came to uh, um, uh, the demolishing of segregation so that we are able to sit in, in, the bus, in, in the bus depots where we want to sit, sit on the bus where we want to sit. You remember in, in Montgomery, Alabama, when, they, when Rosa Parks, uh, set on, on that uh, on that on that bus and refused to move to the back of the bus. It wasn't so much about the fact that she said I didn't want to move. They used it to push them to a better place. 
Well, I came tonight to help push you to a better place. I came tonight to push you to, to, to a, a place where you understand that fighting is necessary. Come on, type in the comment section one more time. I will fight for my freedom. Come on, type in the comment section one more time. I will fight for my freedom. Sometimes, people of God, what happens is we get complacent. We get okay with where we're at. We get okay with where we live, where, who we living with, how, how, how we spend our money, how we get our money. Now, we'll say with our mouth we're not okay with it, but our actions does not line up with what we say. Now, once again, we say one thing and we do something else. But tonight, I want to push you to a place to don't give up the fight. Once again, I want to push you to a place that I want you to understand that the fight is necessary. I want, you to, I want to push you and encourage you to a place to understand at the end of the fight, there is victory. I want to let you know, I want to encourage you tonight that we have examples naturally and we got an example spiritually. So if we, we talked about the struggles of civil rights, some of it right now, but I want to talk about, I want to go to Genesis, the 32nd chapter. Genesis, the 32nd chapter and the 22nd verse. And it says simply this, and he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his 11 sons and passed over the four Jacob. He took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against them, he touched the hollow of his, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. And he, answered, and he wrestled with him, and he said, let me go for the day breaker. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. And he said unto him, what is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and has prevailed. Now, I want to talk about one more time. I will fight for my freedom. Here it is. Jacob is fighting with a man. He's fighting because he needs something from us. The purpose of the civil rights because we needed something. As a black race, we needed something. As, as, as a black culture, we needed something. We needed to be free from the tyranny of slavery, the mentality of it, the physicalness of it, and the actuality of it. Once again, the mental, the physical, and the actuality of it. So we needed to be free. So the civil rights leader, Mega Everest, Rosa Parks, John Lewis, Thurgood Marshall, uh, Martin Luther King, Roy Wilkins, Bayard Rustin, James Farmer, uh, Ralph Abernathy, these men of God, these men, these women were people that understood that we were not going to settle for being enslaved. We were not going to settle for being enslaved accidentally or purposely because that was not the portion that God meant for us. So then in the midst of this, in the, in the midst of what, it was, what they were going through, in the midst of what they were dealing, they took necessary, necessary steps, necessary uh, 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 procedures to do what? To help the race of people. Now, I understand it wasn't as bad as in the North as it was in the South, but it was still necessary. They still had to fight. They still had to deal with these particular things. Now, when I watch these movies, when I watch these things, a lot of people say they can't watch them because they feel some kind of way about the Caucasian uh, 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 persuasion for how they deal, how they dealt with us. 
how they treated us, how they made us feel, how they belittled us. But can I tell you something? Let's pause for the pausing right there. At this time and juncture, it's not just the white people that do it, the Hispanic people do it, the Asian people do it, the Polish, the German, the Russian. It's our own people that's holding us down. Y'all don't have no church. It's our own people that's holding us down. It's our own people that are jealous of, of, of us. It's our own people that hate that hate us. It's our own people that kill us. And it's our own people that's just holding us back like crabs in a barrel. Come on. I know you won't hear this truth. Too much truth for you. You won't hear it. But that's all right. You hear, we're going to hear it tonight. This is what it watch this. In slavery days, they put a light skinned person inside of the house because you know why? They were close to their color. They felt a little more safe with them half-breed children. So what they did was they put the light-skinned person in the house and put the dark-skinned person in the field and told the dark-skinned person that the light-skinned person was better than them because they was in the house and they were in the field. And what they did not recognize, because they were so busy listening to the voice, so busy listening to all of the foolishness, that what they did was they, 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 didn't, they didn't understand this one particular thing. And the one thing they needed to understand was they didn't put themselves in the house. They didn't put they you didn't put yourself in the field because if it was up to you you'd be in the house and not in the field if you had a choice but because you have slaves and taskmasters they made the decision for you where you were going to go how you were going to live how, how how what you were going to eat how you were going to look how hard you were going to work and whom and how long you were going to work for but the purpose was to turn us against each other because they understood. We outnumbered them seven to one. And if, they, if we decided to get together, we would overthrow them, kill them, and make them the slaves, us, ourselves not being slaves. So what they did was, they, like, like Satan does, the Bible declares that he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And so then they were trying to kill and destroy the strength that lies in our numbers. That, watch this. One thing about a person of minority, black, whatever they have to be, most times, we don't always need the specific training of a job. Not all the time. Sometimes we don't need the specific training. We just need somebody to sit down for a few minutes and show us what we're doing. And once they show us what we're doing, guess what happens? We know what to do from that point on. Once we get it, we get it. Sometimes we don't even need the instruction. We don't need no instruction. What we do is we can take it, look at it, and assess it and put it together. Why? Because that's a gift that we were given. Why? Because that's what God put down on the inside. We are, in fact, that's right, Evangelical. We are naturally intelligent. We, 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 we have natural gifts. We have natural abilities that God has put down on the inside of us that we need to apply not just to something, but to everything in our lives. So then here it is. What happens with Jacob is he's fighting this man. He's fighting real hard. And the man recognized this fool won't let me go. The, the, the night is going to be over with, and the daybreak is going to happen. I can't be seen by man. I can't be seen by what's going on. But he determined in his mind, no, I'm not letting you go until I get what I need from you. How many times did we give up in the midst of what we're dealing with? We give up in the midst. And a lot of times we give up the devil's will. Our devil's trick us to give up right before God bless you. Because everything around you becomes topsy-turvy. Everything around you becomes unstable. Everything around you makes you feel some kind of way. So then we're at the point of, I just want to give up, get it, get it over with, and be done with it. Uh-huh. Am 
I right? Am I right? Not understanding if we just hold on. Say your neighbor, say neighbor, just hold on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you just hold on, hallelujah. If you just hold on a little while longer. I heard a preacher says that uh, uh, take the rope and tie knot in it and hang on if you can't hold on. Just hold on a little while. I feel Bishop Edie uh, in my creed, they sing a song that say, hold on, saints, hold on. Hold on, saints, hold on. Hold on, saints, hold on. How, why should I hold on? Because the Bible declares that weeping may endure for a night. But I'll tell you that the joy is coming in the morning. Morning is not the actual next day, but when we wake up and realize that it's no longer night, but it's daytime. It's daytime in our life. It means I see clearly now that the rain is gone. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. So then in the midst of this, he decided I'm not going to let you go until I got until I get what I need. We have to get to that point where we're not so willing to give up. We've got to get to that point where we're not so willing to just lay down and accept it until we get what we need from God, from man, from ourselves. We got to fight. So much what the song says, we are soldiers in the army. We have to fight, although we have to cry. We have to hold up the bloodstained banner. We have to hold it up until we die. We got to hold up. Hold on just a little while longer. All right, Lord Stoner said, don't give up. Help is on the way. Hold on just a little while longer. Jesus will. Glory to God. Make you stronger. Glory to God. Stop complaining. He'll deliver your soul. He'll pick you up and he'll make you whole. Don't give up because help is on the way. But while my help is on the way, keep fighting. Keep fighting, man of God. Keep fighting, woman of God. For the race is not given to the swift. Neither the battle is given to the strong. But he that endureth until the end shall be the conqueror. Don't give up because help is on the way. That they, they dealt with these things back in the civil rights in the 50s, 60s, and the 70s, uh, 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 abolishing uh, segregation, sitting in the front of the bus. At the lunch counters, at the lunch, at the lunch diners, uh, 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 not, not, not drinking from separate water fountains, not being revered as something less than. They fought their local and city and statewide police and government officials to gain equality and fair treatment for the community of the black people. And so then here it is. We have to do the same thing for ourselves. We have to fight. Even our local, glory to God, our local household, our national household, our, our, our state household, we got to fight the local, the neighbors, the, the, the attitudes and the people around us, our own children, sometimes even our own spouses. We have to fight and until the battle is won. Let me give you a testimony, and I'm done. I promise you this, that my mother was, was saved before my father was, glory to God. She was brought up in a sanctified church, but my father was brought up in a Lutheran church. Not saying that Lutheran people can't be saved, but it was a different dynamic. So guess what she did? She prayed until my father gave his heart to God. But what she did was surrounded herself by the mother of Zion, famous sanctified women of God that were going to, that were going to encourage her to keep pushing until Fred decided to give his heart to God. 
and he would tell my mother often, I'm not never coming to church. I'm not never getting saved when you can stop praying. She said, I, and the mother told her, I don't care what he say. Right. Glory to God. I don't care what he do. You keep praying until God saves bread. All right. But I tell you, June of, uh, I'm sorry, May, 80 and 3, glory to God. May of 19 and 83, one day we had family and friends at the Mission Way Church of God in Christ on the corner of 69th and Union. And my father was invited to family and friends. He told my mama, I'm not coming. And so what happened was, she said, okay, get an argument. We got to church. And all of a sudden, while we were sitting in church, my siblings and I looked behind. My daddy was walking in. Hey! My daddy was walking through the door of the Mission Way Church of God in Christ. Oh, family and friends, they, Bishop Gary Hagler was, uh, uh, was preaching for Family and Friends Day. And my father, he was sat in the back. My mama didn't know what was going on. And all she knew when the Bishop Hagler got done preaching the word of life, got done preaching salvation and deliverance, preaching that he could be free. My father is six foot two, 285 pounds, walked down the aisle of the Mission Way Church of God in Christ with his hands up saying, what must I do to be saved? What did I come to tell you that for? Why am I telling you that? It's because my father, my mother wouldn't give up on my father. My mother, no matter how high he got, no matter how drunk he got, no matter how, how many women that he quote-unquote messed with, she was concerned about his soul. I need you to be concerned about your soul. I need you to be concerned about your level of victory because the victory is going to come during the fight and after. For the Bible declares that the better is the end of the thing than the beginning thereof. Once again, the race is not given to the swift, neither bad of the race is given to the uh, strong. But he that endure, I got to have you. Go back. The race is not given to the swift. Neither the battle is given to the strong, but them that endure it to the end. I just want to tell you that you endure until the end. Don't give up the fight. Fight for your freedom. Fight for your freedom of your mind. Fight for the freedom of your heart. Fight for the freedom of your soul, of your children, of your mother, of your father, of your husband, of your sister, of your brother, in your family, outside of your family, at your job. At the, at, the, at the grocery store, in your church, fight for the freedom of the people of God. I'm telling you that you are there at the point of victory. All you got to do is just keep fighting. Come on, tell your neighbor, I got to keep fighting because I'm just about there. Hey! I'm just about there. I, I got real happy. Woo! I got real happy. I'm just about there. I'm right at the cup of my deliverance. Glory to God. I'm right there at the cup of my freedom. Hallelujah. I'm right there at the cup of, of what God has asked for me. I'm right there. If I just keep going, if I could soak the dirty rhyme of the little engine that could going up the mountain, not understanding how steep it was going to be, but he had to keep reminding himself, I can do Thanks to God, come on, repeat with me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. 
Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I'm right there. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> I got real happy though. I got. I will fight for my freedom. My cousin called me today, and she told me, because I got some issues going on, it's been a long time coming, and she's on here tonight, and I want to tell you, cousin, you're right there at that point. You're right there at that point of victory. Don't give up, because it's about to break. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 You're right there at that point. It's about to break. Not just for her. Let me encourage every person on here. Lift your hands and say, I'm right there. Come on. Right where you are. Just take your time and say, I'm right there. I'm right there at that point. I'm right there. I decree and I declare for you on your behalf, in your household, in your body, in your spirit, for your children, for all that is involved that's on this Facebook Live and that's on Blog Talk Radio. You are right there. Glory to God. That's what the battle wouldn't be so strong if you weren't right there. If God wasn't about to turn that thing over and bless you like he could, the battle wouldn't be so strong. As the closer we get to victory, the harder the devil fights. So he tried to discourage you, turn back around and start all over again. But I can't give up now. Glory to God. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. But glory to God, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. He just brought you this far to keep pushing you, pushing you ahead, pushing you out of it, pulling you out of it. In Jesus' name, I love you. Thank you for joining Pastor Troy here on Blog Talk Radio and Facebook Live. Remember, get up every day this week and say, I'm just about there. Oh, yeah. I'm just about there. My great grandma, my grandmother was singing a song that said, I'm too close to my journey's end to give up now. I'm too close. I'm too close to give up now. I'm too close. I ain't got time to go backwards. Only got time to push ahead and to keep going. I'm too close. God bless you. Thank you so very much for joining Pastor Troy here. Once again, Facebook Live and Blog Talk. Radio. Come on, give some hearts to the thumb here on Facebook Live. Come on, do me a favor and share this if you will. Come on, be, be one of you that share this. Come on, share, 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 share. Hallelujah. Come on, if you enjoyed it tonight, if you enjoyed the Word of God tonight, Woo! I done got real hot, y'all. Man. I'm too close to turn back now. I'm too close. You too close to turn back now. God bless you. Thank you for joining me once again here on Blog Talk Radio. I love you, and I thank God for you. As I always say, hashtag let us pray. In your hands, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Are you willing to fight? <laughs> what a word, what a word. My, my, my. And you already know you're going to win if you're on the Lord's side, because he wins. They used to preach a message years and years ago over and over again that said you were in a fixed fight. And we are definitely 
in that because Jesus has already won. But like Pastor Troy said, are you willing to fight? You got to be willing to fight. My, 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 my. Awesome word, awesome word. Um, Pastor Troy, um, can you let the people on Blog Talk know where um, you're holding your services at and what time in case they're in the Chicago area or coming to the Chicago area so that they can come by for any of your services or uh, any of the places that you may be having the event at, sir? Absolutely. We we hold church at 5818 Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, um, at 9 o'clock a.m. on Sunday mornings. Um, we now y'all know how we do. We we have service, we have church, and um, we don't have any, any such events coming up as of yet. But we are working on a couple of them. We and when we get them, we will announce them. Thank you so much for having me on Blog Talk Radio. It's been an honor and a privilege. God bless you. Yes, man. Oh God, I was really, you know, trying to see if anyone on Blog Talk they may not have. Uh, been on the air to hear about that 30-day challenge you had gave the people. Is there still time or an opportunity for anyone to join the 30-day challenge? Absolutely. The 30-day 30, the 30 challenge uh, consists of uh, take a picture of yourself. And once you take a picture of yourself, then write down things that, some things that you want to accomplish, whether it's physically, whether it's mental or emotional things, that you want to accomplish in 30 days. Uh, uh, my mom used to sing this song, say you're somewhere in the future, and you look much better than you look right now. So then we, I, I, God gave me that last Friday, and I put together a little um, challenge group that, um, that we, as a matter of fact, I need to type in that today to remind them what the challenge is, to just take a picture of themselves, and that, and that was on the 9th of February, and so that we're going to, Visit it again the 10th of March. So mm. 30 days. The 10th of March will be 30 days. So we got 30 days. If it's something physical you want to do, do that physical, something mentally, emotionally, even spiritually. You can pray for the next 30 days. Get closer to God. That's something that you want to do. But, you know, whatever you do, give yourself 30 days and write down what it is that you desire to accomplish what is your goal and your plan to, to achieve that accomplishment? And then at the end of 30 days, we're going to share with each other what it is that we accomplished in those 30 days. Wow, that's powerful, man of God. Just think about that, 30 days. You know, it says write the vision and make it plain. You write it down, and then you come back and at that 30-day mark and see where you're at. Oh, my. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and for those of you who are saying, oh, well, I just heard about it tonight, like the man of God said, it is not too late. Okay, I'm going to go ahead with our announcements. You know, every Monday we're blessed with one of the awesome, awesome ministries um, in the United States to where they share with us on the first Monday. It's usually Dr. Serena Wright on the second Monday of the month is our own Pastor Troy, who is also Apostle Sandra, the late Apostle Sandra Thomas, and Pastor Fred's um, son, and he is definitely going on with the ministry and the things that they have uh, placed in him. You know that that uh, mantle that was passed down. That's a whole nother message, though. So let me just stick to the announcements. And then on the third uh, Monday, you know that's uh, Minister Margot. 
uh, she's been out for um, a while while she's recovering. And now Minister Sylvia uh, will share her testimonial with you all when she gets back of what she went through and how the Lord has miraculously been there for her. And I was sharing with her on today, I said, isn't it amazing how things that are just uh, stuff that God does is miraculous to us, but to him, it's just what he does. And see, that's the kind of powerful God that we serve, and he does the miraculous right when we need it. So don't forget. And then also on the fourth um, Monday, it will be, Elder Tony and Ron Montgomery, and then if there's a fifth Monday, that's Reverend Lawrence for the youth, and that's at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's for iron, sharpening iron, and that's on Monday. And then on Wednesdays, Minister Sylvia is usually on the air at around 4 p.m. where she does her podcast, so um, I don't know if she'll be doing it this week, but Uh, She'll let us know if she's going to do it or she's going to have someone fill in for. So we'll uh, keep you posted. Watch her page on Facebook. And then also on Fridays, um, that's when the 30-day challenge had came in last Friday when Pastor Troy um, uh, filled in for Minister Sylvia. He did such an awesome job. Like I said, that 30-day challenge is a blessing, and it's definitely rhema and logos from God. And so I don't know on this Friday for Let's Talk at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, who will be on the air. But I'm sure if we watch Minister Sylvia's page, she'll keep us posted on that as she's healing um, and allowing God to finish the work that he's already done and that he's doing in her life. And then if you're available on Sunday morning, um, we have Let's Talk with Myself, Cecilia, where God allows me to um, say whatever it is that he wants me to talk to the people of God about, and that's at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this last um, Sunday, it was about being dead, being dead like a laptop, being dead to those things that you don't return back so it was it was a message that he wanted me to share, so that's what we did on last Sunday. So what we'll do on this Sunday, whatever the Lord says, he may just say to pray, whatever he says. Because as Pastor Troy always says, hashtag let's pray, we can never pray too much. And so now those are our announcements, um, and I am going to turn the program over to Pastor Troy so he can pray for us and um, pray for Minister Sylvia, Minister Margo, and anyone else that has already touched his heart about uh, praying. Sir, do you have, um, are you ready to pray us out? Yes, I am. Okay, sir. All right, dear Father, we thank you, we glorify you, and we give your name the praise. Father, we thank you for the word that you have given us tonight, Father, that we should apply it to our life. Father, that we will, we will fight for our freedom. And Father, we won't take back what the devil has trying to present itself, how he trying to present himself to, for him to try to tell us what is not possible. But we thank you that Father, that we can do all things through Christ that give us the strength that we need. And Father, we give you glory for it. We give you praise for it. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you are healing 
the family, that you are healing Minister Kaiser, uh, uh, Renee Kaiser, Father, that you're healing uh, uh, Minister uh, Margot McCoy, that, Father, that you know what's in their body. You know why their body's reacting in a way, and, Father, you said everything that you made, that you made, it was good. And, Father, we thank you that the good is going to outweigh the bad. And, Father, we thank you, we praise you as you manifest yourself on their behalf. That, Father, the devil may have meant it for evil, but, dear God, we thank you that you're going to turn it all around for their good. And, Father, we, we give you glory. We give you praise. And we bind Satan right now in the name of Jesus. We apply the blood to their body, to their mind, to their spirit. This is not a place for giving up. This is not a place for giving in. But this is a place to stand on, stand in a place of victory, declaring, decreeing thy word. Father, we thank you that by your stripes that we are healed and we are delivered and we are set free. We will not settle for less than what you said are in your word. Father, you said heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will stand forever. Father, we stand on your, your, your word. Father, you said the blood that ran down your body, we are healed, we delivered, we set free. And, Father, we know for a fact that, Father, you can speak it into existence and it shall happen. Father, we call for your word out of your mouth of healing. Glory to God. Not just healing, Father, but for them to be made whole, which means there's no evidence. There, there, there's, there's no substance of what the doctors declare is going on in their body because you done cleared it up. Father, you're that kind of God. You did it for the ten lepers. You did it for the woman with the issue of blood. Father, they, it cleared up. It was never nothing remained. If they had not told the story, they would have no evidence. And, Father, we thank you that the evidence is gone. Hallelujah. That you're making it clear. You're making, you're making them whole. And, Father, they will never be the same. That the testimony they have is that God did it. Hallelujah. God did it. And, Father, we give you glory. We give you praise as you do it for them. And, Father, we thank you right now. We pray for, for Apostle Elect. That, Father, as she helps out her sister, they give her the strength in her body, the long drives, Father, the sleepless nights, the worry. We speak peace right now in the name of Jesus. We speak peace in our heart, peace in her mind, peace in her spirit, even when it concerns her job. We speak peace right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. Everywhere we go, we take, the, we take you along with us, and we speak peace, joy, rejuvenation, and restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you glory for it all. We give you praise for it all. Because you are God that manifests. You are God that delivers. Father, we thank you that you may not come in our timing. But the timing that you come is the right time for the situation. We give you glory and for praise for it right now. And we bind all through the backlash and retaliation. Father, as we rest tonight, as we sleep tonight, give us the peace that we need. That when we wake up, we are fully rejuvenated. We are fully restored. And that we're able to go about our daily duties. And Father, thank you for the smile on our face. Thank you for the joy in our heart. Thank you for the, the skip in our in our feet. And Father, we thank you that you go, Father, I hear you talking. That you even touch our bank account. That your favor, glory to God, be upon us. That your favor be upon us. In Jesus' name. Thank God. And amen. 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 Thank you for that awesome prayer. So whether you're listening to the message on tonight or you're listening to it in the archives, if you want to be a financial blessing to Pastor Troy Thomas, please know that you can cash up him at dollar sign Troy, T-R-O-Y, and not the number seven, but spell out seven. So 
dollar sign T R O Y seven S E V E N. So dollar sign Troy seven. And it doesn't matter whether you're listening now or you're listening in the archives 30 days from now, 60 days from now. If this message is a blessing to you, be a financial blessing to the man of God. And don't forget our foundational scripture. It's St. Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So thank you for supporting us on tonight for Iron Sharpening Iron and for supporting Pastor Troy Thomas. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.